0: What is going on everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. Hope everybody's having a tremendous day. Um, Something that is on my mind today as a topic is how do I know weed is a problem for me? How do I know when weed has become an issue? A lot of people think that weed can't be addicting or isn't problematic because it's legal or they say um, you can't become physically addicted to it. Um, it's medicine. There's a lot of arguments that, that people use in the community, which is totally irrelevant for um, a problem with, with, uh, with a substance or a medicine, whatever you want to call it. And to be quite frank, um, honestly, I mean, I'm 420 friendly, right? Uh, I don't smoke weed myself. Um, I'm completely sober and because for me, just my personality type, it leads to other things. I've just seen it happen to me numerous and numerous times. And this is um, my truth. But um, th- that doesn't mean that I don't recognize that there are benefits to marijuana, that there are people who can use in a recreational way uh, without it becoming a problem, that people can use in a high-functioning way, that, that it doesn't get in the way of their life. They can kind of take it or leave it. There are many benefits, right? There are medicinal benefits that I think are much better than other alternatives, um, whether it be pain management. um, It can help with uh, cancers. I mean, the CBD has tremendous benefits with inflammation and and other things. So I, I would be lying if I said, or just straight up ignorant, if I said that there weren't positive um, uses for, for marijuana. So I'm not here to knock it. I'm not here to say everybody has a problem or, or anything like that. But, uh, it is a huge problem with a lot of the youth. Um, honestly, I get more questions on my TikTok page, which is clean and serene. If anybody's not familiar with that, um, I get a huge, uh, amount of dm's questions comments about needing help with with marijuana and especially in today's day it's it's very different from when i was using because when i was getting high and when i was smoking weed when i was younger we didn't have the stuff that was out today i mean you're you're not even really dealing with just weed today it's like it's weed on steroids you're talking about uh, high concentrates and, and 80% potency, which is just fucking nuts. I mean, when I was smoking top shelf, you know, absolute fire was like anywhere from 25 to 30. I mean, 30% was like, you know, top, top notch, which now, I mean, you have stuff that is just double and and almost triple that. So, um, the game has definitely changed. And it's not the same weed (laughs) that I was smoking. And for sure that our parents were smoking, if you're my age and and, and beyond that. Um, So, and it's also become a lot more, a lot easier, a lot more convenient to hide, to purchase. And um, listen, when you could smoke without it be without being able to smell it or without really needing a lighter or, or a device other than a freaking pen that you can just put in your pocket. Uh, all of a sudden you don't have to wait until you're out of school or you don't have to wait until you're out of work. Um, you could pretty much do it anywhere at any time and without anyone else noticing it, that was going to, that is obviously going to cause a lot of problems. So, um, like I said, I'm not here to knock it. I, there are plenty of people that don't develop issues that can use recreationally and, and that can use responsibly and maybe take it or leave it here and there. I mean, there's even high functioning people that can that do use it quite often, but know their limits and they can do it in, in a responsible way. I was just simply not that that person ever. I mean, I got high for the first time when I was nine. Um I know I've mentioned this before, but I started very, very young and I loved it immediately. I loved the feeling. I liked the feeling. I liked the process of it, of not even just doing it, but having to get away with it, um, hiding it from people that I was high and, and doing something that I knew I shouldn't have been doing. The process of having to get money to, to get it. Uh, when I was younger, having to find people that had it, because when you're 10, 11, 12 years old, it's not really easy to, uh, at least it wasn't for me. It wasn't very easy to get it all the time. So the whole thing was a process of it and it, it just kind of fed into the whole, um, like I said, the whole process of getting high, it was just, it was every little bit of it. And I I think for me the biggest thing for me I noticed was when I smoked it just it felt like I, all my all the problems washed away everything that I thought I was insecure about whether I was different from other people um the the issues that were going on with me uh as a kid I was really angry as a kid you know I had a lot of like anger built up and I just did not know how to properly channel that or properly handle that I did play sports um, I did have things that I was doing I was active but nothing filled that instant gratification of, of getting high and um I think I think it was the immediate it was the it was the button that I've been waiting to press that like instantly relieved me of like the shit that I that I was feeling but I didn't even know that existed you know so when I started getting high it was like an aha moment it was like oh I'm like oh this exists like wow like wait a minute what is this and it blew me away and so I started chasing that um pretty much any any chance I could get I mean by the time I was by the time I was 11, I mean, I was pretty much smoking as close to as as a, a consistent basis. 11, 12 years old, I was smoking pretty consistently. I really was. And um, I learned that I thought that this was going to be the solution to my problems. I didn't think. Matter of fact, I knew. I knew. I was like, okay, this works. This works for me it was a way for me to bond with people. It, I was always a rebellious by nature. So it was a way for me to, it was like a game, you know? And um, and I just didn't worry about a lot at all when I was getting high. And so um, how do you know if this becomes an issue? Well, for me, um, very early on, it became obvious that I needed it. So what did I end up doing? I ended up I mean, listen, I ended up stealing uh, at a at a really young age not not that everybody goes to this because I was an extreme case, but seriously, by the time I was like I was said before, i mean eleven twelve years old, I was already stealing stuff, I was breaking into cars, uh stealing stuff at the mall, trying to do little any little hustles that I could to come up with some money, you know saving. Uh, an allowance, if I if I got movies to, uh, to um, if I got money to go to the movies and or something like that, like it became my mission to to find ways to save money to to use, and it was on my mind all the time. There's another sign. If it's on your mind all the time, that's obviously a clear sign. And there's a lot more to addiction than just the physical part. A lot of people think, well. Can't become physically addicted to it. Therefore, it's not an addictive substance, which isn't even a relevant argument anymore. Because, um, well, one, it's not true, right? Let me just let me just touch on that real quick. There's many different components to addiction, and a lot of it is, you know, mental and emotional, uh, uh, being relieved of a mental and emotional pain. So, the physical component is just one part of addiction. You don't just need to be physically addicted to something for it to be an addiction. Because if that were the case, gambling wouldn't be considered an addiction. There's nothing physical about gambling. But you cannot sit there and tell me that gambling is not a huge problem in people's lives. Same thing with shopping. Same thing with sex addiction. I mean, literally, you can get addicted to any feeling that you really like, that you really enjoy and if you have an addictive personality um you can definitely end up chasing that until uh, uh until it becomes a, a massive issue for you and <clears throat> another another so with that I, I, one of the big signs for me was the thing is that i naturally loved didn't become enough i loved sports always since i was a kid It was, I mean, seriously, I used to, I used to sleep with my, with a bat and a glove in my, in my bed, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I'll never forget. I'm, I was, I was on the free throw line. I was playing, you know, one of my regular rec games. Uh, It was a Saturday and I, I stole weed from my brother. I was young. I think I was like 12. I stole weed from my brother. And it and it was insane weed. I mean, you know, for a 12-year-old, I was like, holy shit. You know, I was like, what what is this? So I was so excited that I I did it right before I went to a game. Right before one of my games. And I remember being I was playing basketball and I couldn't even focus on the game. I was so uh, hyped to get home and to smoke. That I I remember being on the free throw line and just basically like chucking up a shot because I didn't I didn't want the time to slow down uh, on on the the game clock. I just wanted the time to continually run. And when uh, when you get fouled, the, the clock stops. So I remember wanting to hurry the game up. And just basically tossing up a shot because I couldn't wait to get home and and get high. And um, I, I very clearly remember that. And so it's things like this, like when it starts to take over your mind and it starts to impact other areas of your life, especially things that you love. Those are huge signs. Another thing, another sign, right, is that you cannot. I constantly started hanging out with people that were getting high, like. I had a lot of friends growing up. I was always uh, very social. I, I always had a, I mean, listen, I had a pretty good energy about me. I, I got along with a lot of people and um, I didn't just hang out with people that that used all the time. But as I started to get more and more intense with smoking bud, um, that was all I wanted to do. Therefore, all the people I started hanging out with if you weren't getting high, I wasn't really going to be hanging out with you too much. That was just the truth of the matter. And I lost a lot of good, truly, truly positive, healthy friendships and relationships with people because I was considered I-, I just couldn't, I couldn't get by without it. It was constantly on my mind. Um, I either needed to smoke before I met up with you, or I was smoking with after, immediately afterwards, and I couldn't really. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to go through life. It, it seemed. It seemed boring. Life seemed boring, <laughs> and that's what and that's what I hear a lot too. I bust a lot of people's balls because they'll say life is boring without when I'm not getting high, and I can relate to it, but but it's just not the truth. Like I used to think that way. But that was before I really got to open up my eyes to what life could possibly be. And it's not so much that if you, you know, if you feel this way, if you feel like life is boring without getting high, that's another sign as as well. But if you feel this way, it's not so much that life is truly boring without getting high. It's more so that when you get high, you start to become okay with living a boring life. And that's not the same thing. Weed does not necessarily make things exciting. It's not that it, you still have, for instance, I still love sports. Today, I love sports. It's still one of my, it's still a huge, I'm a huge Mets fan. Um, I went to a hockey game. I went to a playoff hockey game uh, last week, you know, with, with, with an associate of mine with, with with one of my bosses. And um, it, was, it, was a, it was a great time. I didn't need to be high to go to enjoy it. It's be- because I already enjoy the game. I already enjoy these things. But when you start getting high in your mind, you start to depend on that as being your source of fun. You start to trick your mind into thinking, this is the only way I can enjoy life or I can enjoy events. But in reality, what is happening is it doesn't actually make things more exciting. It makes you okay with not doing much. For instance, if you were to sit in a room and you're used to getting high, if you were to sit in a room sober, you wouldn't be very satisfied if you, if you couldn't do too much other than stare at the four walls. You'd, you'd say, wow, this is really boring. But on the flip side, if you were high while sitting in that room, you wouldn't really be as bored. You would be completely content or you would be more content than when you were if you were sober. That's the difference. It's the same exact activity. It's just that your mind doesn't really give a shit. When you're high, because you don't have to worry about things that you're normally worried about. So there's a distinction there, you know, and when you get sober. You need it's your job to find things that are fulfilling and things that are exciting. You got to try new things. But anyway, you know, the other signs is is the—is the trouble. It's like the trouble. Are you willing to start taking risks that maybe you weren't willing to take earlier on? Has your usage increased over time and you start to need it more and more? Have you gotten in trouble from your using and still continued afterwards anyway? These are clear red signs, red red flags. Um, are you willing to go through the consequences and then justify using again afterwards anyway. Like you know it's the wrong thing to do. You know that there's consequences to your actions, and you justify it anyway. And it's like, or or have you ever said, oh, well, this is the last time. The 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 famous, the the famous. Uh, this is the last time I'm going to use. I'm going to start tomorrow. I can't even tell you if I had a dollar for every time I said I'm going to get sober tomorrow, I would have been able to retire ten years ago. I mean, it, these are very common things. That oh, this is this is going to be the last time in the moment. You know, I remember I used to, uh, I used to, I used to almost regret smoking, or or using other drugs. I mean, it, it got much much more advanced than than uh, just weed. But I used to regret getting high even before I started using. But I, and I would convince myself that this is the last time I'm going to feel this regret. You know, it's going to be different tomorrow. And then tomorrow would come and I would say the same exact thing over and over again. And before you know it, years go by and it's like, wait, what am I doing? Nothing is changing here. You know, like nothing is changing in my life. I'm just kind of constantly bullshitting myself. And this happens with weed. People say, oh, well, you can't die from weed. Um, you can, you can function on weed, people who are smoking on killing each other, like with other, you know, with other drugs, and it's like, dude, I know plenty of people who are very, very intelligent, very smart, and they deny having a problem. And yet they settle in every single area of their life because of, because of getting high for a lot of people, it limits their potential because. It almost has this effect for me. I know for me, I was so okay with settling. I, I didn't strive. I did not strive to be my best self. I didn't strive to uh, do well in school, right? Here's another thing. Like It was a lot easier for me to smoke a blunt and feel that reward instead of hitting the books and trying to get good grades and, and uplifting myself and feeling good that way because that didn't excite me enough. I wanted that instant, that instant reward. You know, and listen, there's plenty of people that can get high and still get good grades and still have a good job and all that and be high functioning. And it can still be an issue. This is one one of those tricky things. Just because you have materialistic things or, or maybe you got a lot of good things going for you doesn't mean that you're excluded from having a problem either. Because if that were the case, then that would mean if you had money, you you couldn't have any drug dependencies or drug issues, which is just ridiculous. How many celebrities have died from, from overdose? I know we're talking about weed here, but, but it still remains the same. You know, the only, the the main difference with weed than other drugs is that other drugs are, are lethal and weed is not. You know, I mean, I think you got to smoke like literally double your body weight or something like that. You couldn't even get there. You know, you couldn't even smoke your body weight. So, um, but these are some of the, the obvious signs. It's like, as you're using more, right. Another sign is like, maybe you're smoking more, uh, throughout the years and you get to a place where it's just not hitting the same. It's just like, you almost smoke and you're, and you're sober. It's just to like get you through your day. You know what I mean? It's almost like when someone is using pills or using dope or whatever the case may be, it's, not, it's like you're not even getting high after a while. You're just using the function. And I know it's not as severe, obviously, but I'm using this as an example. A lot of people are smoking bud an insane amount every day, and they're not even really getting high. They're just doing it out of habit and because it makes them feel normal because that's how they cope with life that's not healthy. Life is about balance. And so when, when we don't have balance in life, we, we pay for it one way or the other. There's always a yin and a yang. When we're over leveraged in one area of life, it's usually, it usually is problematic in another area, you know? So, um, and if you start to use bud more and more, and if you feel like, man, this isn't hitting the same, this is how a lot of people move on to other things. Are you becoming more curious about other substances or more drugs? You know, you might be 14 or 15 years old, 16, and you might not have had experiences with other drugs. And this is kind of the start where people get used to bud. It's not quite as exciting as it used to be. And you start to get curious. You might have an older friend who takes pills every now and again, or or you dive into ecstasy, or whatever you know, whatever the case may be. This is kind of how the ball gets rolling. And before you know it, you're trying new things, and you're getting used to that. And and this is how people get hooked until you find the thing that you really, that really hits home with you. That's what happened with me. I started getting used to weed. And it just wasn't as exciting. It, it didn't, it didn't move the needle, so to speak. And this is how people land in trouble. So again, you know, I, I, uh, I think, I think, Bud, there are people who have balance. There are people that can definitely use and, and it not get in the way of life where people don't just rely on that for their, their enjoyment or fulfillment. There are still people that can smoke and have a good time every once in a while and still chase their purpose but in life you know and contribute to the world and it not get in the way of other areas of their their life it doesn't throw off that balance but if it's something that you rely on constantly whether you're happy i need to get high whether i'm sad oh i need to get high oh i woke up (laughs) i need to smoke or another one another sign is you rely on it to go to go to sleep. I can't sleep if I don't smoke. Hello, I mean that's a problem. Or I can't eat if I don't smoke. I mean, come on, you know it's like that's a that's a clear that's a clear issue. Now I'm not here to say, hey, you gotta you gotta don't you know don't smoke, right? Like it's a it's a gateway. I hate the gateway conversation. And this is what I mean. Like, it's, uh, I'm fair. You know what I mean? It was, it was one of the gateways for me, but I also have a very addictive personality. So it's not necessarily a gateway for everybody. But like I said, too, um, there are uses for it as well. And I do think it's better to um, rely on Bud as as a medicine compared to other things. So I am fair about it. It's just uh, a lot of people need to do some reflecting. And and if you think it's getting in the way of other areas of your life, then you got to pay attention to that. You know, so, um, well, listen, uh, that's pretty much all I got for today. Um, If you need help getting sober or if you know a loved one that needs help immediately, you can contact my cell phone directly. Uh, The number is 203-917-8862. And, uh, and this is for all substances. So, uh, listen, I hope everybody has a tremendous day and, uh, and I will see you on the next one.